cliffcentral.com. Let's go to Sean Sanders. It is time to catch up with him again. Um, and it's good to hear about what's going on in the world of crypto. To fill us in on all of that is Sean Sanders, the co-founder of Revix. We're going to talk about Tesla, who are again making news about their purchase of Bitcoin and the fact that you can buy Teslas with Bitcoin and the fact that NFTs are the big news. So without messing around, here he is, Sean Sanders. How are you doing, Sean? Morning, Gareth. Morning, team. I'm great. Uh, it's been a good week. It's, I mean, I say that every week, right? Nothing's changed. It's been a good week in crypto. You have seen a bit of a pullback in prices. I mean, Bitcoin's sitting at about $52,600. Last week when we spoke, it was around $56,000. Uh, so I've got a whole bunch of my friends messaging me saying, now oh, is the time to get in. And mm. it's the same thing I said like six months ago, 12 months ago. I'm like, yes, like just you know, dollar cost average into this market. Uh, you know, have, as you've said before, have sort of a dog in the fight. Yeah. And, you know, I think what's really interesting that happened this last week, and this was yesterday, really, yesterday morning, is that Tesla said that they are now accepting Bitcoin as a means of payment. Mm. So why is this a big deal? Because remember, you don't just go out and buy a car, right? You buy a car, and then in Tesla's case, you have to recharge that car regularly. You have to buy components and parts for that car. You have to sometimes upgrade your software. And it's all these sort of, you know, smaller payments as well that will occur over the lifetime that you have with Tesla, uh, that you really create value for Bitcoin. Why? Because you're engaging with the network. And, you know, it's just, it takes something like Tesla to then bring somebody else on board. And it really is just a case of, you know, a bunch of directors sitting inside a boardroom and the one turns to the other and goes like, maybe this Bitcoin thing is actually real. And all of a sudden something gets implemented. I know it sounds really, right. you know, far-fetched in, in the future, I suppose, to think that we will be using Bitcoin for regular payments but we are in a position right now where, you know, you're looking at Bitcoin sitting at about, you know, 12 to 13 percent, the total market cap of gold. Mm. So, you know, when it's sitting at 20 or 30 percent or 40 or 50 percent, when will people, I think, suppose or supposedly come around to say, OK, we understand what's happening here, which so, is sure, quite interesting. Uh, did the, I mean, I know that this probably affects such a tiny proportion of people in terms of number of people who will actually be buying a Tesla with Bitcoin. I mean, it's maybe, you know, a handful but of course, what you're saying is, is absolutely right, that it's about what this symbolizes and what, how this might change the way that we do all kinds of transactions going forward. Um, it's, it's really, it's a big story because it's Tesla and because we're interested in Bitcoin. But this normally wouldn't register as a story for ordinary people in the world, mostly because none of us have enough Bitcoin to buy a Tesla. Yeah, well, believe it or not, it costs 0.82 Bitcoin at the moment, so mm -hmm. less than one whole Bitcoin to buy the is it the Model Three? That's the entry level Tesla, okay. uh, which is quite remarkable. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like if you had held on to Bitcoin, you know, you could land up buying like you know your first Tesla. It's, it's just a bit crazy. <laughs> it's great. Um, just how things have changed over time. Um, but what's quite interesting is Tesla actually came out and said that they expect five to ten percent of all new Teslas to be purchased through Bitcoin. And mm. I thought that was very high. So, I mean, interesting stats on that front. Sean, what are, what are NFTs, these non-fungible tokens, and why are people talking about being, you know, turning memes and, and original tweets into investment opportunities? What, what is this stuff? Is it related to cryptocurrencies? Very much so. So it's related to, I mean, yes, it is definitely related. Well, the entire sector is sort of related to cryptocurrency. But, you know, again, what do we have in common with NFTs? What does crypto have in common with NFTs? And that's use of an underlying blockchain structure. Mm. So 
NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Uh, the scariest part about them is their name. Mm. Uh, for some reason, we've decided to choose something that's really ridiculous. But really, in a nutshell, what NFTs are, are digital representations of something, right? So you could say, okay, I want to have a non-fungible token, which is a unique token. There's no two tokens that are the same. That represents legal ownership of a virtual piece of art. Right. Now, again, anybody that I suppose is over, you know, even 20 is probably going to go, Digital art, what are you talking about? But I mean, just two weeks ago, Sotheby's auctioned off the fourth most expensive artwork in history. That was a digital art piece uh, that was created by Beeple. Uh, Beeple is, <laughs> and this landed up in the fourth most, you know, uh, fourth most valuable auction out of anyone that's ever been alive, um, oh which is again, just, you know, a remarkable sort of, you know, development in the NFT space. So this is sort of like DeFi. And we spoke about decentralized finance. I don't know, about a six mm -hmm. or 12 months ago initially. Mm -hmm. And that sort of blew up and it's grown really quickly. And I mean, DeFi is still expanding and there's a lot going on in that space. This non-fungible token market is very much the same. Um, it's growing rapidly. It's still a little difficult to get involved with. And I think that's really where we're coming in. And we're saying, well, you know, non-fungible tokens, right? You can go out and you can buy a digital token that represents the legal ownership of digital art. But okay. if you think about, let's say your house, you could take your house and that land registry and essentially have that as a token that can be sitting on the Ethereum blockchain. And this is you know, what's happening in Malta. It's happening in a whole bunch of other countries as well. And what that means is that when you sell that house, and I mean, Malta's, you know, they've got a pretty good uh, regulatory environment. But if you're looking at maybe some Northern African countries, perhaps even South Africa at a future date, it would be really nice to have a blockchain-based repository of exactly who owns what. Yeah. And that means when you actually buy or sell a house, uh, that is then able to be transferred over the blockchain. Think about your car as well, right? And you can create this as a non-fungible token as well. So when you go buy your BMW, right? This is your unique BMW. It's got your unique VIN number. Uh, that means when you go and have a service, and that could be that first service, the 10,000 kilometer service, you name it, whichever services you go for, that can actually be recorded through your token on the blockchain. And that means when somebody purchases the car, it's not looking at a little book saying, oh, look at this person. He's gone ahead and, you know, actually... Uh, you know, filled in all the dates and, you know, the, he's gone to have all the services uh, when they were needed, he, you can actually see that this has occurred, right? So based on near frequency devices, based on just techno uh, technological advances, you can actually see that this has happened. So the use cases with this, you know, go well beyond just digital artwork. Um, but I think the no, starting point amazing. is you know, in this digital art world and it's expanding now. Um, and with Revix, what we've decided to do is, I mean, we would love to launch an NFT bundle. So this is something we're looking at doing um, over the next few months. Okay. But right now, if you go ahead and invest in our smart contract bundle, you can get exposure to the cryptocurrencies that are essentially providing the blockchain uh, infrastructure for these NFTs okay. to operate. And if you think about it, um, and I'm nearly done with my monologue here, but if you think <laughs> about it, uh, you know, right now you've got a couple people, when I say a couple, you're looking at a few million people that are buying and selling digital artworks that are going to be trading classic cars and the ownership right to classic car, right? You don't go and buy and sell that Porsche uh, you actually sell the right or you mm. buy the right to then own that Porsche, right? And that people are engaging with this now. But if you think about maybe two, three, four, five years down the line, all of a sudden, the millions of transactions that are occurring every day turn into billions. And that's really the big opportunity here. And how do you support that network? You need the essentially the blockchain infrastructure, the likes of Ethereum, EOS, Cardano, Tron, that are going to provide a means to verify that transactions have occurred. So hopefully there wasn't too much jargon and whatnot in that because the crypto no, world is it's, weird. It's just difficult. But in natural, that's NFTs. I suppose it's difficult for most of us to understand this. But if you think about the way that we, the way that we transfer ownership, the way that we 
register our ownership of things, particularly fixed property. It's very antiquated and it needs an update. And it needs to be connected to some kind of registry that can't be messed with. I mean, we know in South Africa that often, you know, people will go to uh, the, the government deeds office or whatever, and they'll try to find who owns a certain piece of property. And they'll just, it'll, it'll hit a blank wall because you, you just don't know who that is. Maybe that piece of paper got lost or, you know, the deeds office flooded or there was a fire or something. This is a way to store that information in perpetuity and in a way that no one can mess with it. You know, no one can go in and alter the file without everybody else on the blockchain knowing about it. So that's useful. And I suppose maybe that's the way that we'll deal with property in, in every possible iteration going forward. Yeah, I think that's the big opportunity here, right? Because mm. all of a sudden you look at share trading. So every time you buy and sell stocks, right, you're actually buying a small stake in a company. Right. And right now the JSE pays you in South Africa, and obviously there's the New York Stock Exchange and all the rest. They charge you a pretty hefty fee to be able to say, we till we can verify that you're the owner that's making the sale and we can verify that you're the new buyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the future, when that's automated and that's on a cent or a decentralized sort of you know database that is a blockchain, that's where things get interesting because all of a sudden the transaction fees get significantly lowered, right? And yeah. that's the big opportunity here going forward. So I, I love the fact that you can get some exposure if you if you go onto the, the smart payments platform. But Lenise wants to know a very specific thing here. She says, I'm living in Belgium. I'm still a South African citizen. Can I, from my South African account, get a Revix profile, even if I don't reside in SA? Yes. yes. So if you're a South African citizen living abroad, as there seems to be actually, Gareth, you've got a lot of international listeners. Mm. So hello to everyone that's international out there, um, especially expats that have sort of left South Africa. Uh, but if you're wanting to invest in Revix or invest with us, you know, you can go and you can sign up for an account. You can use your international address. Uh, just reach out to our customer support team. They can guide you through that process as well. Uh, depends on sort of where your primary residence is. Um, again, reach out to us. We, we generally get back to customers within, you know, five to 10 minutes uh, through our live chat function on the website. And I think that's a big factor as well. That's by amazing. The way. Just deviating a little bit. Of I course. thought you were going to see five, um, say five to 10 days and then you said minutes. And I was like, whoa, imagine if we could do that with home affairs. <laughs> well, that's the opportunity, right? I mean, I have to tell you a funny story, actually. So the other day, uh, Gareth, you know Alex Schmid, right? So Gareth's a, yes. a good friend, a mutual yeah. friend of ours. He's starting another business. He'll probably be actually on the show uh, pretty soon. He's, he's launching something really cool. Um, he interviewed somebody to kind of you know rent their new apartment that they have in Greenpoint. And uh, they, that person was from another exchange in South Africa. I'm not going to name the exchange. But uh, he mentioned, he was like, hey, my very good friend, Sean, you know, has launched Revix. Uh, they're doing some pretty cool things. And they're very similar to you, I mean, in terms of what you guys do. Yeah. So she burst out laughing, being like, oh, you know, Revix is a lot smaller. Uh, mm. You know, we are across 25 countries. We have X number, billion, whatever customers, whatever, whatever. And um, he was like, okay, that, that feels kind of rude. And <laughs> I sat back and I was like, you know, damn right, you're big. And you're big like Standard Bank, FNB, you know, mm. all these other big players that exist out there. But you've lost touch with your customers. So when somebody messages Revix, right, we get back to you in five to 10 minutes, worst yeah. case scenario, uh, 12 hours later. And that's the sort of you know, really bespoke opportunity that we have in this market because you go and message other crypto exchanges. And I think that's actually the best sales pitch that I can have on the show. Go to another crypto exchange in South Africa, go message their customer support and wait for how long that they take to get back to you. Because if you've ever sat in a bank, and you've sat there waiting for your, you know, somebody to come and service you three hours later pass, mm-hmm. um, you understand why customer support is so damn valuable, right? And with Revix, mm-hmm. yeah, again, you can reach out to us and test us on this. Go ahead and, you know, message us on the platform. 
I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there. You've given us non-fungible tokens to chew on for another week, and we will check in with you ASAP. But it's good to get these updates, and thanks for trying to educate us in new new vocabulary and, and keeping us on the, the, the real leading edge of where crypto is going. Sean Sanders, Revix. You can find out more by going to uh, Facebook at Revix Invest. Um, they're also on Instagram at Revix Invest and Twitter the same. You can follow them on any of those. Or just go and Sean. Just go and, go and register now. Go and uh, start an account, even if you're international. Fantastic, guys. And speak to them because their customer service people get back to you in five to ten minutes. That's fantastic. Cliffcentral.com.